0: Hello and welcome to the NFL Abroad podcast. In this episode, me and Minnie will be taking a look at all of the week 14 games and giving you our predictions. We kick off the week on Thursday night football with the Steelers versus the Pats. Both of these, come in, both of these teams come into this game uh, with backup quarterbacks, you know, ready to show off their showcase their skills. Um, but for me personally, I think it's going to be another very low scoring game. You know, the, the Patriots have conceded no more than 10 points in the last three games, but they're actually going to lose all three. That's how. That's how terrible they've been, uh, and I think the, you know the Steelers are more than likely going to find a way to win this game. They've just got slightly more talent, really, uh, uh, in, in in the entire team. Both team, both defenses are very good, but I think the Steelers are just going to edge this one. Um, yeah, I just trust Mike Tomlin and that team a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I mean, since the um, since they got rid of Matt Canada a couple of weeks ago, it was the first time the Steelers went over four hundred yards. We expect to see that against the Cardinals, and they just it just didn't turn out like like that. So. Not sure whether that was weather permitting or not, but it was certainly the same for both teams, but the Steelers just couldn't seem to get going. However, I think this week they've got a little bit more on offense. As you said, both backup quarterbacks coming in. Um I think I trust Trubisky more than um more than Zappi, which I mean I don't think yeah. I've ever said that I trust Trubisky before. <laughs> um so yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a weird game. Like you said, low scoring. I don't think the Patriots have put many points up. Um, recently, they—I mean—they put zero points up against the Chargers in a strange 6 0 loss last week. Um, yeah. Just—I mean—what were your thoughts on on that game? What, what, what a strange game.
0: Well, I, honestly, I, obviously, I, I didn't watch that game live, and I obviously catch up on all the highlights on Monday, Tuesday. That game, I just just thought, you know, what—I'm not going to waste my time watching a 6 0 victory to the Chargers. So I've never looked at it, and I've seen parts of the game where you know both teams just looked terrible, to be honest. Uh, But I'll be honest, all my hands up, I've not actually watched that one fully.
1: I mean, there wasn't really that much to watch, if I'm honest. Um, How the NFL formed some highlights out of that game is beyond me, I'll never know. Um, But with all that said, anyways, give me the Steelers. Um, I don't think the Patriots are going to win a game for the rest of the season, to be fair. I think they're tanking the season now and hoping for the best draft picks possible. So, moving on then, we've got another team that's struggling on offense in the New York Jets against the rookie C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, who got another massive win against the Broncos last week. Um, That sort of went all the way down to the wire, and the Broncos had a chance to win the game and and ultimately bottled it. Um, I think they ran out of downs. Um, Interception problems for the Broncos, but we'll talk a a little bit more about that later. Um, The Texans, they've they've excited me all all season. They continue to excite me. I love the C.J. Stroud story right now, and that defence certainly stepped up when it mattered. Uh, Will Anderson he went for a couple of sacks can probably see him get to Tim Boyle again this week just don't think the Jets are going to gonna score an no offence I do believe Zach Wilson is going to be coming in this game um, he's obviously struggled a lot this season I mean every quarterback has it the Jets to be fair but I don't think it really matters who they put there including Aaron Rodgers because that offensive line is non-existent and it's just going to lead to further injuries um, with regards to Rodgers actually I do think they should wait until the 2024 season I don't think there's any point in risking bringing him back at this stage um yeah. and potentially getting further injuries. I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with me on that?
0: Yeah, you know, there's no point in bringing Aaron Rodgers back, rushing him back from a you know, what should have been a season ended injury. Um for the sake of going like six and ten or something. I mean what you know, what is the point? If he re injures that um injury, you know, it could be the end of his career. So why why would you risk that for a nothing season? You know, we're you know, we're pretty adamant they're not Super Bowl contenders anyway very unlikely they're going to reach a playoffs at this point, so it's just a risk not worth taking.
1: Yeah, I agree on that. I mean, it, they opened the practice window up a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago now, uh, for, for Rodgers. Um, I do believe he came out and said that he wanted to play, but like I said, beyond that offensive line, I just think that you're risking further injuries and yeah. probably writing him off, for, well, that, that's it, writing his career off um, and, and just yeah. giving him no <clears> more <throat> chance to play. So, But going back onto the Texans against the Jets, I see it it being another win for the Texans. That AFC South is looking really strong now. We've got the Jags, the Colts and the Texans all looking at a playoff spot. So, yeah, give me the Texans. They're going to continue their march.
0: Yeah, I'm with you completely on this one. The Texans have been improving, improving, improving. Each game, it feels like, this season. They're just finding a way to win like they did against the Broncos. Uh, we know how good CJ Stroud is. You know, unfortunately, he lost his number one uh, receiver in Tank Delys out for the season. But you know, Nico Collins certainly stepped up, and they have got other weapons on the offense as well that seem to be getting better each and every week. But for me, especially last week, and even the week before as well, I think it was it's a defense that has really, really um, impressed me for these Texans inside. Derek Stingley he had another two picks um, last week, which followed up, which followed up from one the week before. Uh, you know, Will Anderson Jr., he's having a great season. And obviously under D'Amico Ryan, who was the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, this defense is absolutely elite when it matters. And for me personally, that's what won them the game uh, last weekend the Broncos. Uh, With the game on the line, it was, you know, the defense that stood up strong and, uh, yeah, got them across the line. So I will, of course, be taking the Texans in this one, and I think it will be an absolute blowout. Next up, then, we have the LA Rams taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I do think this is going to probably be a closer game than people are anticipating. I believe the Ravens are coming off a bye week this week, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's... Um, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this, this Ravens team are arguably the best team in the AFC right now. They want extra time to prepare for this Rams game. Um, and Ultimately, I do think that's going to be the pivotal point in this game. I do think the Ravens are going to win. That defence is probably the best in the league at the moment. Uh, but let's not take anything away from the Rams. They've been looking quite good as of late. We know they can be a dangerous team when when they play the best stuff. Uh, you know, they've got Hoop Cup, Puka Nakua, Matthew Stafford. He played amazing last week. So, you know, it's certainly not going to be. You know, I wouldn't write off the Rams in this one by any means, but I think the Ravens are just too strong at the minute. And I expect them in that bye week, they've been working on the offensive offensive line. Not offensive line, sorry. The offensive uh, receiving calls that's struggled at times this season. Brett Spurn to clean up the mistakes this week and get the victory.
1: Yeah, i was just trying to pull up then. Uh, and I can't quite find it, the uh, the money lines uh, and the handicaps of this game. I do think the Ravens are heavy favourites, which was a bit of a surprise. I'll have to confirm that. Um, but the Rams, they, they look phenomenal last week against what is the number one defence in the Cleveland Browns. Uh, my only concern is Cooper Cup. I do believe he went to the Blue Medical Tent or picked up uh, some somewhat of an injury. So we'll have to... Uh, assess that and see how see how he is for this game um i think that'll be a yeah. big part whether he's going to be available or not um i'm not do, do you know any more information on that
0: no i'm not sure i think he did come back into the game after he was injured but he never he wasn't looking his, his best that's for certain so we'll see how he's progressed this week and i expect him to play at the weekend but you know i'm not sure the severity of his injury
1: yeah i've just checked actually uh the ravens are minus and minus seven and a half point favorites in this game so that's a that's, that's a big handicap. Um, I do think they're good enough to, to get that. But, like you said, I agree with you to be fair. I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, the Ravens have had, had more time to prepare, as you said. But does the Rams beating the Browns give them a bit more momentum coming into this game?
0: Yeah, well, they certainly, certainly could do. I mean, let's not beat around the bush here that the, the Browns weren't the best last week. Um, but, you know, you can't take anything away from the Rams. They beat. One of the best defences in the league last week. They're coming up against another very strong defence this week. So, you know, again, I wouldn't you know, I won't put it past them. They know how to beat these good teams. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough task for the Ravens for sure.
1: Yeah, just a couple of big injuries that the Ravens picked up a couple of weeks ago, though obviously Mark Andrews, he's out for the season. That's going to be a massive miss. Um, I think that could potentially sort of scamper their plans in, in terms of going all the way this year. Um, losing OBJ as well. I'm not sure how long he's out for. He's obviously not as big of a miss as Mark Andrews. Uh, and Lamar got shook up as well, but I think he's all right now. Um, I'd, like I said, going to be a close game, but just give me the Ravens. I think they're looking like the best team in the AFC right now. Next up then, it's um, we're going to the NFC South, the best division in football, Callum.
0: I mean, no, one, no one's trying to win that division either. Let's be honest. They're all trying to get the better draft picks. And, uh... I think there's been another one where it's just an awful, awful game to be fair. Yeah.
1: Weird, weird, weird division. Um, It's the Saints against the Panthers. What a game. I bet you're looking forward to that one.
0: (sighs) It might be the worst game of the week. It could be. It It really could be. Um, Could I see an upset here? Steelers and Parts are giving a, giving off worse vibes though. Well,
1: I mean the fact, yeah, the Falcons are playing the book, so that's a little bit more interesting in the NFC South, but we'll get to that. It's the Saints against the Panthers. Um, could be the game of the week for me. Still, still silent? Yeah, you're still silent. Right, still okay. Silent. Um, yeah, the Saints, they battled, they battled back last week, to be fair, against the Lions. Um, obviously, that first quarter was potentially the worst football I've seen all season from the Saints, and I've seen a lot of bad football. Um, I'm still not convinced by Pete Caramichael or Dennis Allen. Um, a lot of receivers have, have got injuries. Derek Carr, uh, potentially injured. Not sure if he's going to be missing that match. So, big boy Jameis Winston could be coming in again. Um, We saw his little cameo last week where he threw into, what was it, triple coverage. Brian Branch um, somehow bats the ball up in the air and it lands in Chris Lowe's hands and that's the only way that really the Saints got back into the game. It was the most Jameis Winston play you've ever seen in your life. Um, And then the Panthers, I know that they're they're still in a massive rebuild. They they obviously struggled again last week, picked up another loss. Um, Surely the Saints can't lose this game. Surely, Callum.
0: I mean... (laughs) I almost, am pretty, I almost did predict an upset in this one. I almost went for the Panthers just because both teams don't seem to want to win, if that makes sense. It's like they just keep finding ways to lose. Um, but at the end of the day, I, logic prevailed in my head. I've gone with the Saints in this one. You know, James Winston is more than likely going to start. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Derek Carr is going to be out for one injury or another Um be honest, I think that's the deciding factor for me. I think James Winston, although he, you know he has interception problems, he does offer a little bit of flair, a little bit of excitement to this Saints team. That without him in there, with, with Derek Carr in there, just need to lack all sorts of excitement. And uh, I do think Derek Carr's days in in New Orleans are are numbered now. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the reason I'm picking the Saints for this game is they're just not as bad as the team on the other side. And that's the Panthers. You know, we know they're in a rebuild. I don't think anyone expects them to be as bad as they are this season. And I think, you know, in the offseason, they're going to have to have an overhaul. They're going to have to, you know, get an offensive-minded head coach in there um, to help this young quarterback out and get some weapons around him as well because he's he's really struggling at the minute, and I do feel sorry for him. Um, But yeah, this game is just going to be a step too far with the Panthers. You know, the Saints have still got one of the better defences in the league, and I think ultimately that will prevail in this one.
1: Yeah, well, I hope you're right on this one. Um, a couple of weeks ago when the Saints weren't playing on a bye week, my, my Sundays went really well. And ever since then, I, I think it's been nothing but disappointment every single time they've played in the last couple of weeks. Um, big breakout for Arvin Clamara last week. He needed that. Um, the Saints needed that. and I that. hope that momentum continues. Give me the Saints. I can't take a divisional rival ever. I'm not bothered which team it is. Um, so, yeah, give me the Saints to beat the Panthers. So, right, then, next up then... It,
0: I think okay, I go. Next up then we've got the Bengals oh. taking on the Colts, and let me just first off start start off by talking about this Bengals team that everyone sort of wrote off the second that Joe Burrow went down injured, and then this week you know they've had an absolutely massive, massive, massive victory over one of the best teams in football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake Browning, I mean, what did you think of him? It was his first ever NFL game, I believe. He went undrafted out of college, and he just put up one of the best game best debuts of any quarterback of all time. So what did you make of him? Pfft, mate, he was phenomenal, was phenomenal, he? Let's be honest. He was throwing the ball here, there,
1: and bloody everywhere. The guy, <laughs> oh my God. actually looked like Burrows 2.0 at one point. Um, he, he, I can't believe it's his first game. He literally game. looks like Burrow. He, he do, he, Are they just I coaching all the, all the Bengals quarterbacks the same there? They must be. The coaching scheme must be brilliant. Genuinely, I, I thought it yeah. was Burrows at one point playing that game.
0: Gen- and they do look quite similar as well with the helmets on. <laughs> uh, and I was I was questioning myself whether it was just like a little robot that's been programmed to copy Joe Burrow. But I mean, 32-37, 354 yards and a touchdown. They could not have asked for more more against one of the best teams in the league as well. And obviously they come into this one against a Colts who, you know, no one is putting on the same level as, uh, as, the, as the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I mean, I just don't, I think the problem is both these teams are just, they seem to be different every single week. You know, one week they'll show up and they'll be fantastic, like the Bengals were this week, and then the following week they'll lose a howler, and it's been the same with the Colts' this season. So I have a I have struggled on this this one. You know, the Colts got a very fortunate overtime, I think it was victory over the the Tennessee Titans last week. So both are coming into this mm-hmm. one coming a close fought victories, um, and it could really go either way. But for me, I just have a slight more confidence in the Bengals. Just I mean, just the fact that how impressive they were on Monday night, I just think. It spoke volumes into the, the fact that the team's not giving up on the season at all, despite what the media's saying. And uh, yeah, I expect them to continue the form this week. So give me the Bengals.
1: Yeah, the Colts, they're, they're actually one our point favourites in this game. Um, the Bengals are evens and the Colts, are, well, they're slightly favourites. So it's its a bit of a coin toss. It, can't, it could go either way, to be fair. Um, I just think when you've got Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss running at you, you stand more than enough chance to, to win a ball game. Um, like you said, oh, yeah. I've struggled. I've thought about this game all day. To be fair, um, probably the first time anyone's ever thought about the Bengals against the Colts uh, in such <laughs> detail. But uh, do you know, I've, I've not, I've still not really come to a decision. I'm gonna go against you though, and I'm gonna go for the Colts because of that run game. Give me Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor for a touchdown each, and the Colts beat the Bengals and stay within the playoffs. So, moving on then, it's uh, it's my NFC rivals, it's the Falcons against the Bucs, the good news is one of these teams is going to lose this week, uh, unless they draw, but hopefully <laughs> that, that doesn't happen, um, to be fair. hopefully it's not the Falcons that lose, that's, uh, that, that's where I want to go with this one, do I think they're going to lose, I don't, I don't think they're going to lose to be honest, um, that Falcons defence has been strong all season, it continues to look stronger week on week and, the, and they seem to just be doing a job and getting by. Um, Bit of a strange game against the Jets, though. Did did you have, have you caught that game back yet?
0: I, I, did, I have watched it, but I honestly can't remember much that happened. If I'm being honest, again Even another one, one of them games, games right? Sort of, i was just i oh, watching the screen, but nothing was sticking in my mind. So it was just that dull, and um, unfortunately, that's the, how a lot of the games were last week. And uh, you know, that's a, that's pretty much sums up the Falcon season as well. I believe.
1: Yeah, it does. It really does. I mean, we've talked a lot about Arthur Smith. Um I'm still not convinced he's the man for the job. I think you agree with me on, on that as well. Yeah, I think it was his last season as head coach there. Um but and it's just a weird game. I mean the Bucs haven't really impressed me well no teams impressed me in the NFC South, you know that, but the Bucs certainly haven't impressed me. Um their fans were going that said they were gonna go fourteen three this season, it's just not happened. I'm still not seeing it at all. Baker Mayfield he seems to be struggling, he has he has settled a little bit recently, but I mean they've only beaten the Panthers in the last few weeks, uh, to my knowledge. That's not impressive by any means. Um, hopefully, I don't no. eat those words if <laughs> if the Saints <laughs> lose against them this week. But yeah, it, again, it's another coin toss game. I think I'm going to go with the Falcons solely because they've got that uh, that elite defense and they've got some. Well, they've got more than enough weapons on offense. I think they've got more than what the Bucks can offer, um, and it just makes them a little bit more dynamic. And for that reason, give me the Falcons.
0: Yeah, I mean, <coughs> I'm, I'm I'm in the exact same boat as you. It's like it's one of those games where. I'm not really sure which way I want to pick this one. Might even pick a draw, but you almost, you almost just there, almost talked me into taking the Falcons. That Falcons defense has been very very good this season. It's, it can't be denied. Um, but for me, I've just got a feeling. I don't. I, there's no logic behind. it, I don't think. I've just got a feeling in this game. The Bucs. Mike Evans, He just you know gone over a thousand yards this season for the 10th or 11th straight season. I just the Bucs are just giving me the vibes that they're going to come out and win this victory, win this game in this divisional matchup. Uh, that's really it really I'm just going with what my gut's telling me and it's the Buccaneers so uh, yeah it'll be be probably a pretty dull game uh, but I'm going to take the Buccaneers next up then we're going to have another battle of the backups we've got Cleveland Browns versus the Jacksonville Jaguars just a couple weeks ago you know we've been talking about this as potentially the game of the week uh, if Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence are playing obviously he's down and he's out for a few weeks at the very least uh, and obviously Watson's out for the season so this is really going to be a game of the defences I believe uh, you know we, we both know these teams have got good defences especially the Cleveland Browns you know the top 5 defence in the league that is for sure it's, you know Miles has gone a bit quiet recently but I do expect them to um, get back to the best this week the Browns and especially that defence I think it's going to be a very low scoring cagey affair uh, both teams you know trying to fight for a playoff spot now With you know, with backups in um, but for me, I, I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns in this one. I just think obviously that backup, uh, P- uh, well, who was playing backup? Who was playing quarterback? Sorry, for the Browns last week, was it? It uh, was Flacco, Joe Flacco, wasn't it? Flacco, yeah, it was. Wasn't mm. it? So uh, it's hard; it's really difficult to say because we don't know how good the backups are going to play. You know, they're very inconsistent. But I'm just going to take the Browns. I trust that defense a lot more than the Jaguars, um, and that's it for me. Really, I expect, the, I expect the Browns' defense to win the game for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to say that the Jaguars' defense were. Sort of quietly going under the radar, but there's they've got some playmakers on that team. We've we've spoke about Josh Allen before. He managed to get yeah. another another big interception last week. Of a strange play from Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah. I don't know if that was a bit that was a bit of a freak play. Though I watched that back. I had to rewind that a few times just to. I, I, I don't think I believe what my eyes were seeing, but that that actually happened. Um, but this this Browns defense, it's been solid all season. Um, obviously Flacco's come in last week. We don't know if he's going to be playing this week or if it'll be Dorian Thompson Robinson. The Browns have had more quarterbacks then I don't know what. Um, But he's had his game now, Flacco. I do think he'll play this game. I think he's probably going to have settled in because of the old Trevor Lawrence injury Um, and CJ, not Stroud-Bethard, is coming in for the Jaguars. He had a little bit of a cameo in in overtime. I've not seen enough from him. I can't really make too much of a judgment. So for that reason, the Browns, solid defence. Myles Garrett is going to get back on form. Give me Myles Garrett for at least one sack and the Browns win. Next up, then we're heading to the NFC North, and um, the Lions have found a bit of form, and they're taking on uh, a Chicago Bears team, which a couple of weeks ago, when they played against each other, were a lot closer than, than what I expected. Um, I don't know if it's if it's going to be the same case again this week. The Lions have got home field advantage, which often is a massive thing, and I do think that'll uh, that'll play a big part into into this. Um, that that Lions' offense, obviously, I watched it in a lot of detail last week, and it was painful to watch. But the amount of playmakers they've got, it's it, it's actually... It, I can't get my head around it. There's so many good playmakers for that team that I could probably spend ages talking about them.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at this Lions of offense especially and it's like, you know, they've got the best one of the best offensive lines in football. He's a top five. They've got two of the best backs in the league, period. Not just as a duo, but period. You could take either one of them and there's still one of the best in the league. And uh, obviously you've got Amarase Brown, Sam Laporte, the legend... Uh, Sam Laporta, it's, it's just full of talent. And last week, another the, the, the other Titans were getting involved as well. So, it, yeah, the, the Lions are a scary, scary team.
1: They really are. Sam Laporta had a massive game last week. Um, I, I think it were a couple of touchdowns that he got. I know that he certainly won the game with that first down as well. Jared Goff just seems to have been squeezing it through through gaps that he just shouldn't have got the ball through. Um, and that's against a good Saints defense. Really, they are that they're, they're pretty yeah. solid. Um, easily, I mean, they must be top 10 now, probably not top 5 anymore um, after the after the batteries that they've got recently, but that's because of offensive trouble. Um, but the Lions, they, it was weird. They, it was just as though they didn't really see the game out as well as they should have. Uh, the defence looked strong all the way up until the sort of late third, fourth quarter, and then they started conceding points, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's just because the, the Saints sort of gained a bit of momentum and sort of just kicked on a little bit, but... Yeah, I think I think they probably just kick on again this week and, and they probably get past this Bears team. I've still got the Lions getting the first seed. Um the schedule looks good to me. Um and I I think they've gone quietly again, a little bit under the radar. I think a few teams uh, sorry, a few uh, a few people had wrote them off a little bit when they when they had a, a couple of losses, but now they're back with a with a big win. I think this momentum continues against the Bears this week.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm also going to be taking the Lions in this one, but for me, I think the Lions, like you said last week, I think they look look a bit naive at the minute and that's kind of what's made, what's putting me off them as a true Super Bowl contender. I think we saw it in the loss to the Ravens as well. Um, just a bit naive, a bit young, a bit inexperienced at the, at the highest level and obviously that organisation's been very poor for a long time and I think that's showing through at times. Uh, obviously, despite being different players, different coaching, I think the, the culture of the organisation is coming through at times. Uh, obviously, they did well to hang on last week against the Saints uh, but I think it's a, another tough test this week. I mean, you know, we say Chicago Bears, you think, you know, a bad football team. But it's an NFC North matchup. They're always dirty, nasty. And, you know, in the other game, we saw from them this season, it was a close affair. And, again, I expect this to be a close affair yet again. You know, Justin Fields was playing pretty well before the, the bye, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I think, I do think this is going to be a close game. But I think it would be stupid to pick against the Lions. I'm not going to do that. So, yeah, give me this Lions offense especially to put on an absolute clinic. Next up, though, we've got the battle of the NFC West. The 49ers, who were probably now the best team in the NFL, taking on the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, the 49ers are coming off arguably the most impressive win of the season by any team so far. They absolutely demolished the Eagles last week. It was a joyous moment for me. I can't, I can't deny I hit both of <laughs> these football teams. But the 49ers, I do prefer slightly. Uh, obviously, we've seen the, Se- the Seahawks, they you know, come off a tough loss to the Cowboys. It was quite a close game. Um, again, I just don't see a way the Seahawks can win this football game. I'm sure it'll be close. You know, it's a a divisional matchup. These Both of these teams hate each other. And for that reason, you know, the players are going to want it more. Both teams are going to up the game. And I think it will be a close game for the most part. But I think when it comes down to it, super Brock Purdy. And that defence, by the way, that the 49ers now, now they've got Chase Young lined up on the other side from Nick Bosa. That pass rush has been taken to another level and uh, I think that will be the deciding factor in this one I think Gino Smith's going to be under pressure all night you know under pressure he does he can you know it does lead does lead to turnovers with Geno Smith and I expect that's how the 49ers will come out on top in this one
1: yeah I mean what a game it was it was a game that everyone were looking forward to um I certainly enjoyed it a lot to be fair nice to nice to see the Eagles get knocked down a peg or two um I watched the game in in detail I watched the game in full and the the 49ers were Apart from the first couple of drives, just phenomenal um, throughout. Uh, if, if you'd have if you'd have, well if you'd have seen what happened after those first two drives, you'd have thought that the Niners didn't stand a chance. Uh, they went three and out twice. It was lucky that the Eagles only put up a couple of field goals because I think um, I think if they they'd got a couple of touchdowns, then the game might have been just a little bit out of reach even that early on. Um, but the Niners they came back, and and every single drive that they had, they just seemed to score points. Um, and everybody were chipping in as well. Uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, McCaffrey, um, Joanne. What's going? I forget. I forget his name. Joanne Jennings. I think. It, I think it is. Yeah. Um, say, yeah. They it, they all had a touchdown each. I think Debo went for three touchdowns, um, and it, it just what in it was just a brilliant performance. Uh, the defense seemed to get even stronger as well when Dre Greenlaw got disqualified. So that was a bit of a shock. I thought they'd struggle, and somehow they come out even better. Um, the Eagles. they it, it it looked like men against boys to be honest, um, and the Eagles just didn't really know what to do. Um, so massive, really huge win for the Niners. Can see that continuing. I've been speaking to a couple of Seahawks fans, and they're not happy at the moment, and they're not. They're kind of calling for C- Pete Carroll a little a little bit, which is a bit of a shock because he's a bit of a legend in uh, in Seattle. Obviously, their offensive coordinator, I found out recently, went to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys look good on on uh, on offense, but the Seahawks. It sounds like Pete Pete Carroll's chucking in on, on offense, and, and they're not happy. So, problems in Seattle for me. Don't see them winning this game. The Niners look too good, but probably the best team in the NFL right now. Um, and, and that's another team that march towards the first seed. So yeah, give me the give me the Niners, not comfortably because it's an NFC West matchup. But I think they'll get past the Seahawks team. Yep. Next up, then we've got the uh, we've got the Raiders against the Vikings. Um, two. Weird teams, I think is a good, is a good way to put it. They win one, they lose one. Uh, the Vikings, <laughs> they've sort of fell off a little bit recently. They went through the whole hype of the Josh Dobbs um, when when he came through from 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 the Cardinals, but I'm not seeing the hype right now in 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 Minnesota. I think that the Packers could pick them for that for that last um, seed in the playoffs. I'm not sure if you agree with me on on that or not.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll touch on the Packers in a little while, but you know they found momentum at the right time. Uh, you know the Vikings. Do we trust Josh Dobbs? We trust this team after what they went through at the start of the season. It's up in the air for me that that seventh seed in the NFC right now, when uh, you know the Packers are probably the favourites for it.
1: Yeah, i just, I just don't really know what to say about the Vikings, to be honest. Um, it, do we expect Justin Jefferson back anytime soon? He'd be a massive boost if they could get him. I'm still not convinced <sighs> by that defense either.
0: I think with the Jefferson thing, it's a bit like the Aaron Rodgers thing. You don't want to re- you want- you don't want to risk bringing him back too too early if there's nothing on the line. You know, if he's just going to come back and play football for the sake of playing football, you'd rather him you know be sat at home recovering from his injury and come back stronger next season because it was a, se- a severe hamstring injury, and uh, you know we- we've seen players who you, know, you can have a severe injury and you'd never come back the same, and you know like, that'd be the worst thing possible for the Vikings. So this for me personally, I wouldn't be rushing him back, but but we'll see.
1: Yeah. This well, I mean, this is two teams that are coming off off bye weeks. They've had plenty of time to prepare for this game. I do think I'll probably go go with the Vikings, um, although I'm, my gut's kind of telling me to go with the Raiders. I'm, I'm not going to lie; I'm, I'm struggling here, mate. I really am. I don't I, I don't know who's going to win this game. To be honest, it's a massive toss up. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like the Vikings. They just excite me a little bit more than the Raiders right now. Both defenses are pretty poor. I'm not going to lie. Could it be a bit of a shootout? Yes. Just give me the Vikings. I think they've they've, they've got a little bit more quality than the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm actually gonna go against you this 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 week on this game. I'm not entirely sure why. You know, both of these teams did have momentum before the bye weeks, um, but the, 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 there's just, just something about the Raiders. They can just seem to win ugly, and I think that's what puts them apart from the Vikings. I think the Vikings. For the most part, of you know, let themselves down. I think they should be, you know, we saw the start of the season; they just couldn't buy a win. They couldn't stop turning the ball over. They were beating themselves. They seem poorly coached. Um, and obviously, the Raiders, you know, they got a new head coach partway through the season. And from that, it, it seems to be a massive turning point for them. You know, they, they beat some good teams in that stretch. They've now obviously come for bye week. They're getting healthier. The the, the team got more time together with that head coach, Gel. And I just think the Raiders are going to come off the bye week firing. I feel like they want to try. And push a playoff spot, whether it's possible or not, they'll probably have to win every single game from here on in. Um, but yeah, there's was something telling me here. The raiders want it, they're hungry for it. Max Crosby will hung- be hungry for some sacks as well. Um, and you know, Devonta Adams eased you a big game, so give me the Raiders. Right then, next up, we've got an AFC West matchup, and it's a poor one at that. We've got the LA Chargers who just come off a 6-0 victory over the Patriots against the Broncos, who obviously come with that tough loss. Uh, last week, and this this game for me, I'm just no, I've no idea what to say about it. To be honest, the charges are awful, and they have been all season. Every, you know, they're coming to the season with high expectations, and you know, Brandon Saley has not done the job he was brought in to do. Nevis Kalamore, you know, Justin Herbert's regressed this season. You know, I'm, and you know, a few Cowboys fans were expecting that. You know, we we saw what happened with Dark He became a turnover machine under Kalamore, and uh, you know, Justin Herbert is not seen the same player at times. Um, under Callum Moore. Brandon Saly, I'm sure he'll be going at the end of the season. Of course, this team is far, far too talented to be 4-7 and seven or 4-8 or whatever they are in the season. Uh, and then you look at the other side of the ball, the Broncos, obviously they were on a fantastic run of games. Sean Payton seemed to be getting them firing the right way. Um, and then last week, I don't know, don't really know what happened. They just couldn't protect the ball. They couldn't get anything going on offence, really. <sighs> they just... <sighs> You know their chances to win that game against the Texans. They should have probably won the game against the Texans. But Russell Wilson, you know, three deceptions—it's just unforgivable at this level. And ultimately, they're now six and six. They can still make the playoffs, but they're going to have to start winning games like this one. I'm just not sure whether I'm confident enough to trust the Broncos to do that. Um, what do you think? I'm I'm still in two minds about this one. Well, I mean, this is probably going to make it even harder
1: for you, to be fair, because the Chargers are two and a half point favorites. Um, but we've, you've spoke about Kalamar briefly there. I think we've, we're sort of seeing what we saw at the Cowboys, and obviously you know a lot more about the Cowboys than me and and, and the offense under Kalamar. And let's be honest, it was pretty disappointing. A um, lot of mistakes, a yes. lot of turnovers, as you as you mentioned. Um, and I I kind of think we're seeing that in a way at, at the Chargers right now. I mean. Like you said, they come off a 6-0 win against the Patriots, who, let's be honest, are one of the worst teams in football right now. Mm. They've got... T- I mean, the, the Patriots have got massive turnover problems, so it's not like the Chargers didn't get the ball often, but they mm. didn't score a single touchdown against one of the worst teams in football, so that tells me everything that I need to know about the Chargers right now, Kellermore yeah, yeah. and, and Brandon Staley. Um, he, how it'll, he's it'll still look, in a job is beyond me.
0: Yeah, we're saying all, listen, they've got literally one of the best quarterbacks in the league, is it? the very least a top ten quarterback in the league just in her but but more likely than not, a lot higher than that. And I think, you know, if there was a potential, you know, uh a, a candidate jumping off the screen at them to replace Brandon Seale, I'm sure they would have jumped at that chance. Uh, but maybe they're waiting to see what happens this off season. I'm sure he will be gone this off season. And I, to be honest, with everything you just said, I think you've actually convinced me to take in the Broncos there. I think both of these teams are bad, you know, the Broncos have got a bit of optimism all of a sudden because they won a few games, but the underlying factor is they are a poor team and I think the Chargers are just a bit poorer, and for that reason, I'm going to take the Broncos.
1: Yeah, I think I'll be going for the Broncos as well. Um, they, I'm actually going to take this then as my my upset of the week. Um, I don't think you can steal this one off me now that I've uh, that I've convinced you. Although you did call it first, because you have gone first. Um, but give me just give me a big games for for Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Um, the, you know, I, don't, I don't really know to be honest. I the Broncos are a strange team as well. I mean, they were one and five now they're six and six, so they've had a big turnaround. Shaw Payton's doing a good job. Under Shaw Payton, quite literally anything can happen. Um, but I just I like the Broncos more right now, and and I fancy them, I just fancy them more than this Chargers team, to be honest. Mm. So then, next up, who we got? I don't know.
0: We got Chiefs versus Bills. Chief, ooh,
1: potentially game up. At- this this could be oh no 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 no, 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 no. nearly nearly the, of the week. nearly of the game the <laughs> <laughs> nearly the game of the week my bad my bad uh, Cowboys and Eagles fans uh, Chiefs against the Bills then and I mean I've I've not actually seen the highlights back from the Chiefs against the Packers game have, have you seen that
0: Yeah the Chiefs were not good they were not uh, good they didn't it wasn't like they got beat by the refs that people keep saying well I well I've they heard were the worst a, team on the day. I've I've heard all this getting beat by the refs stuff, but haven't they had the refs on, on side all season? It, even this Packers game, there was calls that in the late in the game, basically the referees made the wrong call on every opportunity they had late in the game. But against both teams, it wasn't just against uh, Kansas City. Uh, but the underlying factor was they did not deserve to win the game against the Packers. So, you know, it, 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 I'm struggling to think. I'm struggling to know what to think about the Chiefs team at the minute. You know, they lost against the Packers, they did not lose the game before as well. Uh, can't, my memory's gone to gone to shit, but... I'll, I'll have to check that. Uh,
1: no, they, they they beat the Raiders, but they did lose to the Eagles the week before, so they've lost two of the last three games, which
0: is yeah, not like I'm, the Chiefs. For me, they're just not scoring enough points. That's what it's coming down to at the minute. And also, against the, against the Packers, by the way, the defence was probably the worst they played all season. Um, so, you know, as soon as that... Packers. Uh, sorry, as soon as Chiefs' defense slightly went off the went off the boil slightly, uh, the offense couldn't pick up that slack, and ultimately that's what lost them the game to the Packers. Mm, yeah, no,
1: they're, they're they're another weird team right now. The the Chiefs, um, and a lot of Chiefs fans are are going mad. Um, I've I've seen in some of the public forums and stuff that they're blaming it on Andy Reid. Not sure. Not sure about that one. When he's when he's took you to the Super Bowl three out of the last four years, is it? That's went crazy like that. Um, Yep. Isaiah Pacheco had a big, Stupid. big game. To be fair, against against the Packers, uh, coming coming into this Bills game now. Let's let's talk about the Bills a little bit as well here. Um, they had a a pretty good performance, to be fair, um, and arguably deserved to win uh, that that game against the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, that went all the way to overtime as well, and they only got beat by a field goal. Um, and and that was another great game of football. Um, I sat down and watched watched that whole game actually. Like I said, it went to overtime and they got beat by by three points. Could could I see the Bills beating the Chiefs here? I, I think I, I think I could, you know. Um, well, the Chiefs. Yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say, sorry. Like on on my list here, in front of me. Like the predictions I was going to make, I was going to take the Chiefs. But I think having this conversation and talking it through, you know, you just reminded me there about the performance the Bills put in against uh, the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. You know, and obviously we know that the, the fired Dorsey their offensive coordinator. Uh, just before that game, I think it was. Um, it weren't. It certainly certainly took the shackles off the offense as well. It really I think did. I'm a, I think I think I think you've convinced me. I think I'm changing my mind. I think I'm going to go for the Bills on this one. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this, man. That,
1: this is two games in a row. This now. Um, well, but, go on. I I, I I agree. I'm agreeing with myself at this point, lad. I'm taking the Bills. I'm I, actually taking the Bills. Like
0: like I put the Chiefs down here, but. In my head, I'm in my head now. I'm literally putting. I'm literally thinking. I've only picked the Chiefs because it's Patrick Mahomes. Like all yeah. the logic and everything else is telling me to pick the Bills. So what am I doing? So Patrick Mahomes has I'm, not been special.
1: He's not been special this season, though, has he? That's be, he's, he's just not played he's not, up but to. It's still he's, Patrick Mahomes. I know it is, but he's not been as good. I know what you're going to say. I'm, I'm going to say I know because it's it, you're going to say it because it's Patrick Mahomes, and it is Patrick Mahomes. But the facts are, he's not been as good as he has been for the past three years. Uh, yeah, whether that's down wrong. to Patrick uh, Mahomes or not, or just having a slightly weaker
0: receiving core, I mean, you've, you've mentioned that a couple of times this season. I was going to say, he's been thrown to some absolute mugs this season, let's be honest with <laughs> ourselves here. Yeah. Um, I think me and you do a better job, to be fair, but you know they just can't catch a call them receivers, so well, it, I is mean, I would, it is what it is.
1: I'd happily trade jobs, mate, if I, if I got given the opportunity.
0: <laughs> so <he's>, I don't <laughs> know, we we we're both taking the bills in this one.
1: Yeah, I think we are, you know. Um I'm, I'm I'm going with what's the Bills against the Chiefs. What 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 it come to? What's the world come to? Well, I mean the Bills are fighting know. to get into the playoffs. To be honest, so there's more pressure on the Bills right now than the than the Chiefs in my opinion. But well, I
0: feel I like think they if play, the, you know. if the Chiefs. Yeah, sorry. If the, if the Chiefs don't win this game, then I think they can count themselves out of the race for the number one seed that that bye week. Uh, you know, in in the playoffs, the home field advantage, all that sort of stuff. They can sort of write that off. Mm. I don't think they'll be able to achieve that if they lose this game. And for the Bills, obviously, like you say, it's a must win game to get in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, for that reason as well, you know, giving the Bills, are going to come out fighting. The hate of Kansas City as it is. Um, so, yeah, the Bills are going to be hungry for this one and they're going to be hungry enough to win. So, then we do move on to this game of the week, the rematch of a couple of weeks ago. The Cowboys taking on the Eagles in an NFC East blockbuster. You know, if the Cowboys win this game, they go level on record atop the NFC East with the Eagles. Obviously, at the end of the season, it'll come down well, if, you know, if the records stay the same, who's got the most divisional wins and whatever. And I'm just so torn in my head about this game. Obviously, the last game was in Philadelphia. I predicted the Cowboys in that game. That never came to fruition because of a million or one things it felt like at the end of that game where the Cowboys just beat themselves. And ultimately, that's what it was. The Eagles didn't beat the Cowboys last time. The Cowboys beat the Cowboys. But with that being said, flip the coin, look at the Eagles. They off probably the most humiliating defeat of the Nick Sirianni era um, you know they were absolutely battered by the 49ers last week I don't think they lost back to back games in the last two seasons they're going to be very 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 hungry coming to this one they're going to want to prove they are still that team and it's a it's a very difficult one. it is so difficult to predict in, in Dallas as well home field advantage I know but I want to massive. go with my heart I want to go with my heart but I'm not I'm going to go with my head the Eagles are too hungry. The Eagles want to win this game more. I think the Cowboys have won too many games in a row against bad teams. I think this is the game where they get humbled. And I think the Eagles win in Dallas. Do you know what? We we, we said this last time that the uh, the Cowboys played the Eagles. And uh,
1: we, we talked about all the hype around the Cowboys. They had a couple of wins before they played them. And, and I said, you know, the, the Cowboys are just setting all the fans up for, for disappointment. And that's kind of what happened. Um some, you could argue that that they had bad refereeing decisions against them. You could argue that the Cowboys beat the Cowboys, which they did. I mean, that Presto stepped out of bounds, as you probably still have nightmares about. <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, interestingly, the Cowboys are actually three and a half point favorites in this game. So that, yeah, uh, I but that that really wants me. I, I really want to go for the Cowboys here. And do you know what? I'm very. I, I think I might do. Really, the, the the defense has been nothing short of phenomenal all season. I think they're actually a top five offense and top five defense. Correct me if I'm wrong.
0: No, I think that sounds about right. I think.
1: Um, I I love the way that Dak Prescott's playing right now, and I'm not even baiting when I say this. He could be in the conversation for the MVP, and if he wins this game, then he's definitely in the conversation for the <laughs> MVP this year. And I can't believe I'm saying that about Dak Prescott. I bet you can't believe I'm saying that about Dak Prescott.
0: I was hating on Dak Prescott at the start of the season. Absolutely slated him. And these, these last few weeks, he's become a new player, a different player, a confident player. You know, he's changing the plays all the time at the line of scrimmage and just dialing plays open, protecting the ball as well. I think he I think he's leads the league in, um, what's it called, like expected turnover plays or something like I know, that. I don't I know what, what, what the mean. exact terminology is. Yeah. But like, yeah. he, he's thrown the least amount of interceptable balls of any quarterback in the league. He's I mean, on absolute that's... fire right now. And all he's got to do is put it together against a big team like the Eagles. He did it last time against the Eagles. He played phenomenal last time against the Eagles. But just like you said, stepping out of bounds, the catch at the one-inch line that weren't a touchdown, a million things seem to go wrong for the Cowboys to lose our game. Um, so we'll see this week. I hope, I hope you're right. I hope the Cowboys do come out and win, obviously. But for me, I just think the, the Eagles are going to have that dog in them this week they want to they want to bounce back and uh, prove they do run the east well i mean jalen
1: hurts he he's still i mean he went off shook up obviously the the backup came in for the eagles so we don't know what the condition he's going to be in i mean he's probably going to be 100% fit for this cowboys game i think even if he isn't 100% he's still going to be wanting to play this game it's a game that you cannot miss just looking at that Prescott's stats he went for 299 uh three touchdowns last week tony Pollard had a decent game and then CD Lamb, I mean, he's been phenomenal all all season, I
0: want to say, to be honest. Yeah, he really has since about week two or three. He's really taken that step to the next level to be that number one receiver in Dallas. And, uh, you know, the fans love him. He's such a humble player as well. and uh, He's just special. He's just a special, special player.
1: And then you've got the likes of Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks, Talbot. He's been more involved in the action recently. Uh, your man shoemaker um, as we call him now it's not shoemaker it's shoemaker Uh, he's become a bit of a meme in the old group chat Um, I'm sick of saying his name I think I must say his name daily Uh, and I've seen the guy play once (laughs) I absolutely love the guy and and he's a cowboy I can't believe I'm saying it Um, but yeah I'm going for it pin. I'm taking the Cowboys to beat the Eagles statement victory and the Cowboys could potentially been marching towards that first seed as well. I mean, that's three or four teams that are going to be in the hunt for that first seed come the end of the season. And this is why yeah. we love this sport as much as we do. So then, who's next? Let's have a look. We've got um, a bit, bit of a dead game, to be honest. It's the, uh, it's yeah, the Giants. Yeah, we've got past the hype, aren't we, really? Uh, be good if we could have descended it there. But unfortunately, we've got to talk about the Giants and the Packers. Um, and I think I'll start with the Packers because, I mean, what a win. What a win. Um, you, you know more about this game than me because you've obviously seen the highlights back. I didn't get a chance to catch them. Um, but the Packers, they're, they're, they've gone under the radar a little bit and they're coming into some sort of form. I think they're 6-6 six six on the season now. Jordan Love certainly looks yeah. like he's heating up. Uh, I think he went for another three touchdowns against against the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I think in the last three games, he's had over 300 yards on three touchdowns or some stat like that. I mean, he's in absolutely incredible form. You know, we saw a glimpse of it at the very start of the season and we were hyping up Jordan Love and then obviously they had that mid-season lull. The Packers couldn't get it right. They looked uncoached. They looked like they were making mistakes. Jordan Love was making mistakes trying front forced balls all the time. In the last three weeks, they've completely cleaned it up. They've turned it around. Matt LaFleur is still undefeated in December as a head coach. I think he's like sixteen, seven, and seventeen and zero in December, which is mental to think about. Um, I mean, that, that's an interesting stat line, to be fair, going into
1: <laughs> going into December uh, as it is. Yeah, I think it's the first game in December, or did we, or have we already had one? Not fair
0: sure. Already had one, I think. Yeah, already had one. Yeah, I think it was the Chiefs with the first one. And um, ah, yes, it, it was. was. Like yeah. you said, the, the six and six, and they now got a very, very, very easy schedule um, for the remainder of the season. I think the only difficult-ish game they've got is against the Vikings. Um, which says it all really, if you if your most difficult games against the Vikings then you've got an easy I schedule know, for the rest that, of the season. That, that's crazy. I, d- I didn't realize the schedule you, were, were that laid back, or you know, that easy to be honest. Yeah, and you know they, they could certainly win out from here. They could win the next, it five games? I want to say. Well, and, one, 12, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we be eleven and six. So yeah, the Packers are getting hot at the right time here. Yeah, and I just, can you see anything that the Giants could do to upset them?
1: Not really, to be honest. I mean, they have sort of been takeaway machines as of recent. I remember when they played the Patriots a couple of weeks ago and I think they had back-to-back wins for the first time this season. Um, the QB veto doesn't look too bad. Just obviously such a young young guy uh, coming into such a big team and obviously an NFL it's a massive step up. He's still obviously not completely settled and that's probably going to take until the end of the season. But I mean, the pressure's off the Giants really. You know they're not really playing for anything right now, other than pride, in my opinion, um, and and the fan and the fan base. But I don't really see, I don't see the Giants slowing this Packers team now. And I think they've just found form at the right time, and and they'll probably continue to to march towards the playoffs. I, I can't believe I'm saying that about the Packers because if you'd have asked me, you know, a month ago, I'd, I'd have said that the Packers were, were pretty much wrote off.
0: Yeah, and you know what, you, you just said everything I wanted to say in that little segment there and the Packers are looking phenomenal they've got seemingly another franchise quarterback caliber player in Jordan Love he just looks electric and I think he will completely dominate and take over this game against the Giants so give me the Packers and now we move on to the final game of the week it's a bit of a dead one I can't lie the Miami Dolphins taking on the Tennessee Titans minute you know that the Dolphins again getting hot again they had a massive Massive victory last week and a 45 to 15 victory over the Commanders. I mean, it's not saying a great deal because the Commanders are a very poor football team. I mean, uh, but you know, it still says a lot to win by by 30 points. Did, I think I think um, we all
1: saw that one coming though, mate. To be honest, it's the Commanders in it. Uh, they seem to just it, ship you know, points for, is, but... for fun, to be honest. Um, I think I actually call it actually that Tyreke, uh, not Tyreek, sorry, Tua would throw for at least three touchdowns, and I'm pretty sure he did get that. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> The the Dolphins are a weird team, aren't they? Like like we've said before, they seem to just get past the, the sort of worst teams quite easily and then when it comes to, to playoff teams they they struggle. Um obviously they're coming into coming into this game against a Titans team that are in a rebuild in, in a bit of a struggle mode, lost last week against the Colts. I don't really know what to say about the Titans, to be honest. I think they will Levi's hype so- somewhat well well, it is over now for me.
0: Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he had a couple of couple unbelievable games at the start of his career, and, you know, he's not looked terrible since then by any means, I just think that hype's died a little bit, you know, it's, it's not just Will Levis either, by the way, you know, Derek Henry's getting older, he's nowhere near as productive as he once was. Uh, well, I think he went know, out of the ballgame,
1: actually, with an injury, didn't he? Did
0: he? I think I he, got, he might have Yeah,
1: gone. I think, I'm pretty sure he went out, the, he were injured last week, I remember that getting getting flashed up on the old feed. Which, if he's not available yeah. for this game, is going to be a massive miss.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, you know, they've got DeAndre Hopkins, again, not a young player. He's only getting older. So, they're in a bit of a sticky spot, I think, that the, the, the Titans are in a rebuild, like you've said there. But you just they're probably trying to go as far as they can this season. They're now 4-8 in the season. But when you put them up against a team like this, this Dolphins team will just score points for absolute fun. They just not they can't stop them. Surely they can't stop this Dolphins team with you know chain's back now. Most he's having an incredible season, and Tyreek Hill he's in MVP form again. So it really for is. me, really is for me. Yeah. I can only I can only see the Dolphins winning this game. I don't see how the Titans can even make it close.
1: No, I agree completely. I think the Dolphins they they blow like they blow teams like this out. Can see that continuing. Uh, the defense looks a little bit better. Um, but I don't think they've got any concerns in this game. I think they'll, they'll outscore the Titans pretty comfortably. Give me Tyreek for another touchdown, and I mean he, he continues to show MVP form, at least Offensive Rookie of the Year form. Could he win that this year? I think so, and I think the Dolphins will win this game against the Titans.
0: Yeah, and with that being said, that wraps up this episode of the NFL Abroad Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please like, comment, and subscribe. And, you know, come back for next week's episode of this podcast. So with that being said, see you next time.